So the big question is, how can physical therapists create a successful career earning six figures or more and give patients the care they need without relying on insurance companies for reimbursement? If you want to learn the answers to those questions and more, then you've come to the right place. My name is Dr. Aaron LeBauer, physical therapist, business coach, serial entrepreneur, and author of the Cash PT Blueprint. Thanks for joining me today. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Welcome back to the Cash PT Lunch Hour podcast. Uh, today, this is a solo episode because I want to talk to you about a few things that I think are important to me, a few things that have come up recently that uh, I'd love you to know because, look, it's a new world and there's a new game to be played. And I think if you are coming into business um, and you've ever worked as an employee, you've worked, whether it's a physical therapist or, man, you worked as a barback, or you worked as a temp, a bike messenger like me, or somewhere else, you know, like we've been trained to work a certain way. We've been trained in a certain game and that game is working for someone else. But if you wanna own a business, you have to play a game that has a very different set of rules. So let's say, remember, you went to school, you went to college, you learned how to follow rules, you learned how to follow directions, you learned how to um, take tests. You were told it was important to get an A or 100% on a test. You know what, I started to learn the fallacy of this when I went to Duke University. So I went to Duke, it's one of the top, probably one of the top 10 schools, I don't know where it is. It's, um, I went to Duke and I'm proud of it. I, I love it. It's where I wanted to go growing up. Um, in high school, I had like a B plus average. There were 52 kids that graduated my high school and 11 of us got into Duke one year <clears throat> when I was a senior. I was like, how did this happen? Well, I applied early. I actually like eight kids applied early. Somehow Duke pulled a lot of kids from North Carolina that year, maybe, but I was not the smartest person in my class. Well, when am I smart? How do we judge smart, right? So the game you were taught is to judge smart by who can regurgitate the answers in the right way, not who can find solutions to a problem in, uh, in different ways um, around it. You know, so like I have this creativity that my English teacher thought was great, and, but, uh, but you know, most schools didn't. Somehow Duke got me, right? Maybe they saw something in my essay or interview or something like that, right? So I had a B plus average and I got into Duke. And I had a 620, was it a 620 on my SAT? And a 450, yeah. So at that time, 1600 was the highest score you could get. And I had a really strong math score. My verbal was low and it was like, okay, Aaron has like just over a thousand on the SAT. How's he gonna get into Duke? I did. Okay, I go to Duke. I, uh, I maintain like a B average, a B plus average. I ended up graduating with like a 3.2. I was still like out of 1600 kids in my class, I was still like 1250 out of 1600 with like almost an A average. I didn't have an A average. It was like, okay, so what's the game we're playing, right? Go to school, get A's, maybe B's, you can pass and graduate and you go work for someone else, you do what you're told and you, you follow orders, you follow procedure and maybe you get rewarded for it, maybe one day you can get a window right? You go to PT school and you graduate and our profession is built around following orders and taking scripts and doing what the doctor said, right? 
even though the APTA and our schools <clears throat> told us that we we're autonomous practitioners, that's not the way it is. We are not treated like autonomous practitioners by insurance companies. You know, there's all these different things in there. It's like you're not allowed to give a medical diagnosis, but yet the patient needs a medical diagnosis to get reimbursed. Um, but you can see a patient uh, with direct access independently. So how are you gonna how are you gonna do this if you're playing in the old rules, right? And then COVID comes along and says, hey, you know what? All the rules that you were playing by or the field you were playing on is now a different field. Maybe we're still playing baseball or maybe we're playing tennis and we're no longer on a hard court. Now we get to go play on the clay court and the ball bounces differently, right? But entrepreneurship isn't tennis. Entrepreneurship is like a game of cricket. It's got different rules. And you probably don't understand them. Like, I don't know the rules of cricket, but I know the rules of business and entrepreneurship, and they're very different. So what I want to do is share with you some of these insights that I've gained and how you can learn, like, the real rules of business um, and how they go. And I think if I think about them, it's uh, there's one, it's like Kenny Rogers, right? You know when to hold them, you know when to fold them. But basically, you don't want to show your hand in business until you're ready to make your move. Okay, so what's changed? Okay, before COVID, there were still two games. You just weren't playing it. Um, after COVID, there's still two games. But there is a set of things that have changed, and this is our target audience has changed. So a little bit different uh, layer. Okay, top level is how do you play the game of business versus being an employee and owning a job. And so really, Let's go back to the problem was you were trained to be an employee. You didn't like being an employee, so you built a job for yourself. But you're still stuck in your job. You're still stuck like you can't go out of town for a week because you have a pay cut. You're going to take a pay cut. You're, maybe you lose $3,000, $3,500 if you don't see patients for a whole week. Okay, you built a job for yourself. Like You are in control of your job, and you get to decide do you take a pay cut or not. And maybe you don't need that money, but you're not making money when you're out of town on vacation with your family. Okay, that's a job, not a business. It's a, or it's not a, you're not an entrepreneur when you're at that level. <clears throat> okay, so we have that distinction. You want to be a business owner, you can go out of town without taking a pay cut because your, your money doesn't rely on trading time. Okay, and I'll get to that in a minute. So, but then COVID comes through, punches everyone in the gut, some people, even though they got punched in the gut, they stood back up and said, here's what we're doing. And they've had best years ever. They've made tons of money. They've helped tons of things. Places like Peloton made a shitload of money. And then it came crashing down because people didn't don't want to ride bikes inside anymore. I've never wanted to ride a bike inside. But what's happening is we're not going back to the way it was. We're, we're moving towards the way it is or people are recognizing that this is the way it is. So since COVID, you have to adapt. You have to learn to adapt, and there's no better time to learn to adapt, not only to buying behaviors after COVID, but also how do you play this game of entrepreneurship? People are online, but they don't want to be seen for an in-person treatment online. People don't want to do telehealth. They tolerate it for like a few months. And because they did, they recognized that now their time is more valuable than their money, but they're still insecure about their money. People are still insecure about their money but they're starting to recognize that their time's more valuable, so they'd rather work from home. 
So if they are on vacation and they are hurting, they will still be okay with a video visit, but that's not all they want, right? And we have clients who are doing all virtual therapy and coaching and helping people and making a lot of money and a big difference in the world. So there's opportunity out there that if you missed it, you think you missed it, it still exists. You just gonna have to climb the mountain a little faster to go get it. And the world's different. So if you are still waiting for it to go back, stop waiting. But if you're like, everything I'm doing isn't working because we used to do it, it's because people's behaviors and attitudes um, and buying decision-making processes have changed. And we just have to constantly adapt. So if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But if it's not working, you got to figure out, you know, like, what's the analogy? <laughs> if it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? But if it broke, you either abandon that car on the side of the road and go get another one, or you take it to the shop and you fix it. And most people aren't really willing to give their business or even themselves a hard look in the mirror and figure out where's the real problem. Just like your patients, they want it, you want an easy solution. And I can tell you this, no, there's not like a, a knight on a, on a white horse or a man on a white horse coming in to save you. The government's not gonna come in to save you. The APTA's not coming in to save you. I'm not coming in to save you. I will certainly be there to help you, but I can't do it for you. So that's a big shift that people are starting to recognize is that there's no one coming to save you. There's no one coming to do it for you. You have to do it yourself, but that doesn't mean you have to do it alone. And that doesn't mean you have to do it in isolation. Okay. Um, people want solutions to their problems, right? They want solutions to their problems. They want that person that look is going to answer the question differently on the test because there's more than one right answer, but maybe that means that they get a B and not an A. That exact thing happened to me multiple times. Um, you know, actually, like there was a time in PT school where I answered the question correctly, but my professor had it wrong. She didn't want me to prove her wrong. And if you know anything about physics. There's no such thing as negative acceleration, right? There's only positive acceleration or there's, uh, so there's not, uh, wait a minute, sorry. It's not deceleration. There's no acceleration and deceleration. There's acceleration in the positive direction or the negative direction, right? And I'm trying to think back, this has been 15 years, but the question, the, the, the right answer to the question was, it was something like when a truck hits, a, cause we we're learning biomechanics when a, when a truck hits a, you know, something like someone's knee, you know, which like, is it decelerate? The answer was, so the correct answer in air quotes was deceleration, but the right answer was acceleration because acceleration is both positive and negative. And, you know, like I didn't look at that question. I don't look at those questions and problems in the way that everyone else does. I look at them like from a different direction. That's why I'm good at solving problems. And if I know I have the right answer, I must stand up for my right answer. Whereas most people are like, oh, it's this without thinking about it, because the A is more important than figuring out the solution, you know? And so I wasn't 
Was I trained to do that? Yeah. Did I thrive in that world? No. Did I figure out a different way? Absolutely. That's why I went back to PT school after being an adult and working in other fields that sucked. And one that was amazing. So let me get back on track. People want solutions to their problems. They don't just want cookie cutter, you know, uh, recipes. Does that make sense? Like they, they want solutions to their problems and they're still putting their family first and not themselves. Okay. So people out there are going to put their family first and not themselves. Okay. And it shows up in a lot of ways that they don't come in for PT, but they'll bring their kids in for PT. They're not going to, they're coming for PT once or twice, but they're not going to come in for a visit three and four because their kids are sick or their kids are at home. Totally fair. Okay. So how do we solve their bigger problems? Not their knee and not the CrossFit, but how do we help them and their family get better and move through life? Better? Like, like that's not a problem I have a solution for, but just say like, what if you had like a, I don't know, a daycare center in your PT practice. I don't know. What if you went to their house? Now there's no really excuse. Like you can be there and work with them. I mean, it's breaking down barriers. Okay. But if that person still says no, was it really a problem they wanted to solve? So if you didn't find the real problem, you're not going to get the buy-in. You're not going to get the money. You're not going to actually help them. So we have to ask the right questions to find out what are the real problems? What's the root cause of the problem? For instance, it goes like this. You know that when a close friend of yours, family member has a problem and they make a big deal out of spilled milk <laughs> or the cookies or something that seems insignificant, you know, it's not that thing that's insignificant. You know, there's a deeper problem, right? Some resentment or something there, you know, they're holding out for because they feel like uh, you're winning something over them and they're not, right? But it's not the little thing. It's not the, it's not the spilled milk or the miscommunication. It's the big story behind it that they're coming from. That's their filter, right? So where is that real problem? And so when I'm looking at it, like interpersonal relationships, I want to know like, okay, Yes, maybe we had a miscommunication here, but what's the deeper issue that we need to solve? Not everyone's willing to have that conversation, by the way. But if you are, you're going to get a lot further in life and in your relationships. So when I'm looking at a patient, I'm thinking, okay, your knee hurts. Okay, what's the problem that you can't do? Oh, I can't go to CrossFit. Okay, I want to know why is CrossFit important to you? Okay, what is the deeper problem that you're struggling with that you've gone and tried medication, surgery, tape, you know, massage, you've tried yoga, you've tried all the things and you're still sitting here in my office now. What's the deeper problem that needs to get solved? Because at this point, maybe pain, reduction of pain and being pain-free isn't really on the table, but what's the deeper problem? If I can solve that, it doesn't matter if there's pain anymore because you can do the thing. Okay. And when I look at someone's business and they tell me that they need more new patients, I don't even figure out what's the deeper problem. Where's the deeper problem? Is it sales? Is it lack of belief in themselves? Is it, uh, is it like a self-fulfilling, like, um, when you, when you believe the negative, like you're just going to, you know, Oh, I'm not worth it. 
right? People won't pay for me. I would never pay for this anyways. Why would I charge more? Like that you're never going to build the business. Like where's the deeper problem that we need to solve? Is it that you think you should be treating CrossFit clients, but really your passion is, you know, for women, you know, with pelvic floor dysfunction or, you know, men who, you know, are like weekend warriors and they want to train for a marathon, but you think your town's too small and there are not enough people that want that. Right. And as soon as you come across like your true like purpose and passion, then things change and light up. But how do you get there on your own if no one can reflect to you in the mirror where the issues are? Right. So it's just like as a PT, you work with your patients. As a business coach, I work with, you know, physical therapy business owners to help them. Uh, not only grow their business, but understand personally what their true purpose and passion is. And I never got into this thinking I'd be a life coach, but I can tell you this, I do more life coaching than business coaching these days because the business principles and strategies are out there. It's getting people to understand who they are, what they want, who they want to help, and why this is important to them are the things that are really motivating to keep them taking action and get off the fence. So what does that look like? The problems you might be experiencing are your marketing's not, you feel like your marketing's not working. People tell you your product or service are too expensive. You don't have time. You're like, I don't have enough time. I'm treating all the patients. I don't have time to grow my business or market it. Or I'm treating all the patients and the PTs I hired aren't. You know, I, I have to be at home with my kids. I can't do X, Y, and Z. You know, I don't want to grow my business because Growing my business means it's going to take more time. I'm at my limit, and if I try to grow this, it's going to give me anxiety thinking I have to work twice as hard because you don't have support, whether it's family support, business support, colleagues, spouse doesn't support you. Spouse is afraid that if you start a business, you guys won't have money because they don't either understand business or understand money. Your goals maybe are too small. If your goals are too small, you're never really going to achieve the financial freedom that you want. And here's how you know your goals are too small. If you know how to reach your goals, you know exactly what you need to do to reach your goal, your goal is way too small. Your goal should be big enough that you don't know how to get there. That's how you're going to change the world and change your life is setting a goal that you don't know how to get to, right? How do you know what those goals are? You got to surround yourself with other people who have those goals or have crushed those goals to know that it's actually possible for you to be able to see through the glass ceiling. So if you don't have support and you don't have a community, you'll never know what's actually possible for you. And if you never let me tell you or listen to me about how much money you can make or what's possible for you, then you're never going to know. And if you don't, if you don't believe me, then I got to show you a handful of other people who have done it so that hopefully you resonate with something about them and go, oh, that looks like me. I can do that. And that happened to me a few years ago, too. It happens to me more regularly now that I put myself in the right rooms. You know, I was I was by myself, treating by myself. I had uh, I was doing all the work, but I couldn't go on vacation without taking a pay cut. And I got in the right rooms with people and I realized there were other physical therapists doing what I could do, who I related to, you know, who weren't wearing suits and weren't all uppity, yippity, uppity, whatever you want to call it. Like, I'm better than you because I own 10 business locations. Like, I never saw myself opening 10 business locations or 10 clinics or more. 
and being like corporate somebody. Like corporate always rubbed me the wrong way for a lot of reasons that we don't have time to go into. But I finally met some PTs who own a couple clinics, multiple location, good chunk cash, who I, I was like, oh, they're just like me. I can do that. If they can do it, I can do it. And that changed the game. But had I never been at that conference in that room, drinking that beer and saying yes to, hey, would you like to go hang out to someone brand new? I would have never had that aha moment or realization. Okay. The other thing is you might not be clear on your goals. Like I talked about before, you might not know exactly what are my goals or how do I set them? You know, goals aren't meant to be broken. <laughs> goals are meant to serve as the carrot. Like you, we, I was just in our two-day Platinum Mastermind retreat this last week, and we were building out our 90-day game plan. And I was reminding everyone, like, when we set your, your one-year goals, we're actually never meant to hit your goals. Because by the time we, um, we get to the next 90 days, we need to change those one-year goals. They're a moving target. They should always be growing. Because in our Platinum Mastermind, we actually, people, most people set their goals too slow, but we actually get uh, three years worth of results every year, a year's worth of results every 90 days. Because of the group environment, because of the systems and processes and tools and the help that people get in the program, and the goals aren't really meant to be hit because by the time you're getting close, you better change goals. Otherwise, your business is going to die because you're either growing or you're dying. Um, performance isn't a straight line. You know, it's either up or down. And it's actually not, it's more of a parabolic curve. And if this wasn't a podcast, I could draw this out for you. But set some goals that you don't know how to hit. And as you start getting closer, make them bigger. Because the hardest thing for most people is that they set their goals so small, they kind of know how to hit it, but they're not meaningful enough. And they're afraid uh, to actually say bigger because they might fail or that they don't know how to make $4,000 a month. Um, or they would just be satisfied with $4,000 a month, which is really just replacing a shitty job and not actually helping anyone. It's just kind of moving lateral. We're not going out to help more people. So here's how you play the game. Here's how the game is played. There's a couple rules, but some of the big ones are solve big problems, not small problems. Solve big problems. It even, might even go down to what you wear every day. Stop trying to decide what I should wear today and save that energy for the bigger problems, whether it's a relationship or for your patients or clients. What is the big problem that they have? Okay, The fact that my back hurts isn't a big problem because my Aaron's back isn't hurting, but let's say a patient. Most of the patients, people, chronic pain is something, what, six months or longer technically, or six weeks or longer technically. Um, most people who we see have had the problem for you know, a year or longer because they've tried multiple things. So it's not the pain. If we focus on pain, the pain doesn't go away. People are dissatisfied. But what we need to do is focus on what's the big problem that this is causing them in their life even if it's a relationship or an activity or just a feeling of confidence and strength and being a good role model, okay? Solve the big problems. You get paid to solve big problems. You solve small problems, you get paid to solve small problems. People don't pay much to solve small problems. That's what Fiverr's for, or maybe the 
you know, 25 Fiverr, maybe you go to Fiverr and maybe it's 25 bucks to get a small problem solved, like putting code on your website, small problem. It's not Aaron's job to do that. Okay. So recognize it. Um, time is more important than money. When you start to understand that your time is more important than money, you'll start making better decisions and decisions like a business owner should make. If you're in a job, money's more important than your time because you get paid per hour or you get paid on a salary to work X amount of hours per week. Or maybe you have a boss that's like, hey, just get this done. But if you're a physical therapist, that getting this done is treating X number of patients, billing X number of units. But when you understand that your time is the thing that's running out, then you'll recognize that time, and it's not about getting older or dying. It's that time just doesn't replenish. Money replenishes every two weeks, you get a paycheck. Money goes back in your bank account. You can drain your bank account, and in two weeks, it'll be back, as long as you have a job. And if you don't have a job, you go find money. You either get a job, or you figure out how to make it, or you sell some stuff on eBay, right? But when you see that money I mean, we can print money. The U.S. government prints money. The U.S. government cannot print your time. They cannot print. No one can print more time for you. But we can print more money and devalue money. But you can never devalue your time unless you do it yourself. So you stop trading time for money. That's how you grow a, grow a business is by leveraging your time and figuring out who else could do this for me so I don't have to. So I can go spend my time on the bigger problems, the big money problems. So in using that, the way to stop trading time for money is to leverage your knowledge, your expertise using software and team members, whether they're in-person or virtual. You can leverage your time to do a lot. You might have to spend some time setting up some of these systems, like automation uh, campaigns and like PT email engine using a email software. Um, leveraging virtual assistants to do repetitive tasks, leveraging an in-person assistant to do phone calls for your clinic, right? It's not in, uh, it's, it's an important task, but as the owner and of the business and leader of the organization, that's not a task for you. Richard Branson doesn't answer the phones when people call Virgin Atlantic. If he doesn't do that, why should you? Okay, another piece you have to do is plan your work and lifestyle around like plan your wait a minute, sorry plan your work around your lifestyle so what does that mean um go figure out when are you taking vacations when are you attending your coaching you know groups events your mastermind events when are you going to conferences so that you can work around it you know what you want now you can go get it don't plan your lifestyle around your job plan your work around your lifestyle and then that's when you have a work-life balance it's not going to be even, but you will be much happier. And surround yourself with people who are doing just that. People who are smarter than you and more successful than you. That's how, like, success leaves clues and it rubs off. And so you have to be willing to get into a room with people who know more than you. And really, to do that, you have to check your ego because it's not about you. It's not about you. Like, I don't care how much you know or how much you've researched, I don't really care. You can absolutely do it. You're, I, I'll tell you this. I'll be the first one to say that you're probably smarter than me. You probably got better grades than I did. Maybe some of you who didn't, you know who you are, but you got better grades than me. You're smart, but that doesn't just being smart 
doesn't mean that you don't need help. If you can check your ego and ask for help, you know what? So what? You could have figured it out. But I know this. <clears throat> when I help, when I ask for help, I get results faster. So would you rather sit and struggle getting the same result and someone else already knows how to do or have them help you get that result so you can go figure out the better way to do it, right? The faster way to do it. Like <clears throat> get the basics done, get the advanced help. Like you just need some outside eyes on your business to give you like objective insight because you're emotional about your business. You've spent a lot of time in it and you're probably stuck going, I don't need that help. And maybe you told me that you don't need help and that's totally fine. And maybe I'm not the right person to help you. Like, I don't care, but just go get someone to help you if you don't know how to do something. Even though I know how to do something, you know, I pay for help because it means I have to spend less time thinking about the problem that I'm having and I can think bigger about the problems other people are having. Does that make sense? <clears throat> Recognize that when you need help, you just go out and find it, even if it costs you money. Because finding help doesn't cost, and, and paying for it doesn't cost you money. It's an investment in your future wealth and prosperity. And it saves you time. It's another way to buy time. So hiring someone buys you time back so you can do more meaningful things. <clears throat> Paying someone to help you grow your business buys you time so you have to spend less time thinking about your decisions and more time acting on the decisions you've made. <clears throat> the other way to play the game, like I said, is when in negotiation, you don't show all your cards. It's just like a sales pitch. Find out what the other person wants. The win-win comes when both people get what they want, but how can I make an offer if I don't know what the other person really wants, right? See, we have to ask questions and find out what they want. What would be a win-win for them? Let them show their cards first. A lot of times they'll give you a better deal and you'd be just as happy. And then you're both happy. And you just have to trust that whether it's in business or personal relationship, when they tell you what they want, they're being honest with themselves. And if they're unhappy, it's because they weren't being honest or they didn't know. And so you just have to understand, like get the other person to go first. You can counter offer and you come out to a, a, a solution or an agreement or you don't and you part ways as friends not en enemies and you move on and you go find uh, the solution to your problem from somewhere else does that make hopefully this is making sense i'd love to know like if you're <clears throat> watching this somewhere you can make a comment or you know comment below like especially if you're watching this on youtube if you're listening to this on a podcast i'd love it if you you know maybe uh Share your share your thoughts with me about this on Instagram. Maybe screenshot this and and share a story with your thoughts and tag me or send me a DM, something like that. I'd love to know um, your thoughts and insights um, from this so far. So here's what I would recommend that you do now, right? Be really clear on your why and your goals and what you want. And people say, oh, you got to have a mission. Like, I don't really know what a mission is. <laughs> I mean, I know what a mission is, but, you know, it's like, I don't care what your mission is. I care about what do you want? Like, what's your goal? What do you want for you? What do you want for the people in your life? 
And what do you want for the other people around you who aren't in your life, but who you impact? Okay, so you know what you want. And maybe what you want is what your family needs. Or maybe what your family needs is something else. And then let's make it bigger. So now you're taken care of. Now let's make it bigger than you. So you could just go through life helping yourself and your family, and that's fine. But how do we help even more people? How do we repair the world? How do we go out and make the world a better place that, you know, how do we leave the world in a better place than when we came into it, right? So make it bigger than you. And that makes some of these conversations you're going to have about sales and getting testimonials and reviews and, um, you know, growing your business easier because it's not just about you. It's not selfish. It's, um, what's the big word? Uh, it's about other people. It's altruistic, right? It's about other people. It's about, let's make this world a better place too. Because if you make the world a better place, you're going to benefit, your family's going to benefit, and more people are going to benefit. So clarify your goals around what do you want? What do you truly want? And why is that meaningful? Then go out and find the tools you need to make this happen. You know, like the systems and the software, the automations, the the downloads, the paperwork, the, I don't know, the computer, the plinth, the things. What are the tools you need to make this work? And get the training on how to do it right? You're really used to that. You've gone and done, if you're a physical therapist or a healthcare provider, you've gone and done con ed training. Okay, great. So now you know how to treat patients. Now go get the training for your business. You want to run a business? You want to grow your business? Being a great therapist isn't going to grow your business alone, right? It might grow a schedule for you, but it won't like help 10x amount of people. You need to get the business training. And one of the best ways to do that is not just to grab a course, but get a, work with a business coach or a businessman or a mentor. I would say get a coach because, look, you can have a mentor and they can give you some advice here and there. But unless you got skin in the game, um, you're probably not going to work as hard or as fast or get the results as quickly as if you paid for a business coach. Just like you would pay for your kids to have a, you know, a tutor or maybe an extra swim coach or whatever it is these parents do these days with single sport kids. Um, just like you did um, when you went to PT school, you paid for mentors, you paid for coaches, not directly, you paid the school, right? Get a business coach, trust me on this one. I've got one. I pay a lot more than you're probably gonna pay for a business coach, right? I pay $50,000 for a business coach and I'm in a mastermind group that costs me another $34,000 a year. I think maybe it's more than that. 12 times, what's 12 times 24? I'm going to ask myself and think about it with you. Yeah, $28,000 a year for a mastermind I'm in. Okay? But you know what it does? It buys me speed. It buys me community. It buys me people that are doing it bigger than me and better. And it's helped me grow my business year over year. Um and get a humongous positive return on my investment, right? Because it's not an expense, it's an investment. And I guess if we go back to how to play the game, start looking at things as investments versus expenses. An expense, buying a car. An investment, working with a business coach. Uh, putting money into crypto, buying real estate. Those are investments. They're investments you can invest in real estate or you can invest in you and your business. Your business is going to grow faster than uh, your money in 
the stock market if you work on your business in the right way, that is. Okay, surround yourself with like-minded people. People who lift you up and push you to be a better version of yourself. Okay, this isn't just in business, this is in life. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? And I want you to know, especially if you do a lot of online marketing, you're an, you, you run an online business, you're doing email marketing or whatnot, you're gonna get people telling you that your shit stinks, that you shouldn't be doing X, Y, and Z, that you need to wait to prove yourself to be an expert and all this stuff. Like, just take that as a sign that you're doing the right thing. When you get hate mail, and I get it, both my clinic and the coaching business, just know you're doing the right thing. When people give you bad reviews, Generally, you're doing the right thing. I mean, if they're like, hey, I waited there for two and a half hours and the doctor saw me for five minutes, like, nah, you're not doing the right thing. <laughs> but in general, if you're out helping people and you know it's you can help people, then it's your ethical obligation to sell your services, your products, your physical therapy services, your healthcare to people who need it. And some people, they won't like that. And that's their problem, not yours. Okay, if you wanna get clarity on your goals, build a 90 day game plan, get access to the tools and systems, work with a business coach or mentor, surround yourself with like-minded people. And I'd love to invite you to join us at PT BizCon. PT BizCon is a two day business growth event coming up soon um, where you'll get exposed to the six, seven and eight figure mindset. You're gonna learn the latest business marketing, sales and growth strategies like direct to consumer marketing, um, direct response marketing, sales strategies. You're not gonna learn how to shake a doctor's hands in air quote or a physician's hands. You're not gonna learn how to market to physicians. If you wanna do that, and the APTA's got plenty of resources for you. You wanna learn how to market directly to your patients, get them to pay you cash for physical therapy or health coaching or you know buy into a 12-week online mentorship with you for 2,500 bucks, you need to be at PT BizCon. You know, because you're gonna get the opportunity to hear how People in our industry and outside our industry are crushing it and get your own personalized game plan to 10X your business in the next 12 to 24 months. So if you want to do that, um, go to ptbizcon.com. And just to make the pot sweeter, what I've done is I've put some very specific bonus trainings in our private Facebook group so that you can get a positive return on your investment in your ticket to join us at PT BizCon even before the event starts. So we've put in a uh, training in there. It's called the PIF Tsunami. If you already have a business and you take action on this, if you already have a business and you have clients coming in or you're seeing clients online or they're coming to see you in person, you can use this to get a positive return on your investment. Let's say you have one or two clients, you're just getting started. Like maybe you can break even. Maybe you can get more if you got one client, right? Um, but if you've got a handful of clients or dozens or hundreds, you might even be able to pay for coaching with me for the whole year before PT BizCon comes in. It just depends on how hard you work and whether you're ready to take action and you believe in yourself. So if you wanna get access to the PIF Tsunami and all the other bonus trainings we've created for you and join us for two days, of not just you learning and listening to uh, webinars, but you interacting um, in small groups, um, large groups, uh, winning thousands of dollars worth of prizes, 
and also even at the same time making donations <laughs> to uh, organizations we believe in, then you got to join us at PT BizCon. So we're partnered with, we got some amazing sponsors this year. We're partnered with Stan the Haiti Project this year, which I'm super excited to announce. I almost didn't even let them know, um, but I wanted to get their uh, logos and permission to use their logo information on our website. So I contacted them and, um, <clears throat> and I'm really happy about this. Uh, they're super excited. Stay in the Haiti Project. It helps uh, provide physical therapy services um, to people in Haiti, you know, who otherwise wouldn't have it. They have a clinic in Port-au-Prince, and they built it a few years ago. And during COVID, haven't been able to take missions go, to go down there and send physical therapists. So they've sent equipment, um, but donations have uh, slowed down in the last few years. And so, when you come to PT BizCon and you get a PT BizCon shirt. Right, I just showed it to the camera. If you get one of your PT BizCon shirts, all the uh, profits from the online store are going to stay in the Haiti project. I'm not getting any of that money. Like that money is not for Aaron. That's going to stay in the Haiti project. So when you buy a shirt, um, I think every shirt uh, donates $10. I recommend you buy two shirts, one for each day, because when you wear this shirt for the during the event, you get access to thousands of dollars worth of prizes, including um, swag from Roll Recovery, uh, Rock Tape. You're going to get, uh, we, we have another sponsor, Jane App, who's allowed us uh, to be, you know, get sponsored us so that we can provide a discounted ticket and give away thousands of dollars in Amazon gift cards. We're giving away Amazon gift cards, AirPods, and some other cool stuff, uh, Entrepreneur's Library, which, you know, I think it might cost me 150 bucks to buy all the books, but it's got millions of dollars worth of business growth um, strategies and mindset in the in the library. So one person wins that. Um, that's one of one of our most popular uh, prizes. And um, and there's going to be a trip. Like there's going to be a, a all expense paid trip, etc. So it's not just like a boring stuffy conference where you're going to sit and just. You know, be talked at. We're going to build things together. I'm actually running a session where we're going to generate you leads for your business. And I'm going to show you how to convert them into um, paying clients. And we're going to bring together some amazing uh, speakers. Um, another one of our sponsors is uh, GoCard Connect. And GoCard Connect is who we use to process uh, payments in our clinic. And they've been a partner with us for a long time. And so, um, just super excited to uh, bring to you guys um, this event and the opportunity to join us. So all you got to do, go to ptbizcon.com, secure your seat. There's probably, a, I know there's a link below this video if you're watching it or in the show notes of the podcast if you're driving. You can go there later. Um, but grab your ticket before the prices go up um, and the event uh, gets here soon. You know, like we'll sell tickets all the way through the event, but there's not going to be a recording of this. It's not like you can go... And you'll be like, hey, Aaron, I'm going to buy the recording later. It's not one of those because I know if you just attend the recording, you won't get as much out of it as if you attend um, with us live because it's going to be live interactive. This is our third year in a row. Um, we've launched hundreds of brand new businesses. We've scaled dozens and dozens of practices uh, into six and multi-six figures and even seven figures just by people being at PT BizCon. So this is your invitation. So the last thing I'm going to say about it is be there, <laughs> get your ticket. Um, and if you don't join us or you're listening to this later on, um, look out for the next event, you know, and it's no problem. Like if now is not the right time, no worries. I don't want you there if you don't want to be there. And I don't want you there if you're not going to like take action on what you learn. 
Because if you're not in a place to take action on what you learn and implement, you know, what's the point? I don't want you to waste your time. I don't want you to waste our time. But what I want you to do is go after your passion and your purpose and use it to help thousands and even millions of people. And I'm on a mission to save 100 million people from expensive imaging and unnecessary surgery. And if you'd like to join me on that, I need your help. And one of the best ways to do that is join us at PT BizCon. I'll see you on the next show. Um, have a great day. Talk soon. Hey, what's up? It's Aaron. Real quick, if you're just starting a cash-based physical therapy practice or you already have one and you want to learn how to grow it and scale it, this is for you. I just released my brand new book, The Cash PT Blueprint. Because I want to get this book in the hands of every physical therapist out there. I want to give it away to you for free. All I ask is that you pay a little bit of shipping and handling and you'll not only get the steps to create your own cash practice, but the tools to grow it and scale it beyond what everyone else thinks is possible. To snag your copy right now, go to cashptblueprintbook.com. That's C-A-S-H-P-T-B-L-U-E-P-R-I-N-T-B-O-O-K.com. And when you get your copy, give me a shout out somewhere on social media, and we'll talk to you soon.